We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Randy Corcoran Program, and it is the one and only Matt Dunn guest hosting this evening. Like I said, we trade off a little bit lately, helping a brother out a little back and forth. Sometimes Randy Corcoran fills in for me on Backbone Radio, which is Sundays, 4 to 7 p.m. You can't be missing that. And then sometimes I fill in for Randy on Saturdays, 5 to 8 p.m., and it's a very effective, very potent one-two punch, if I may say. Honored to be in here. And here's the summary on the Colorado Nazi, fascist, Mussolini, Stalinist Supreme Court trying to destroy our democracy. The threats to our democracy are right here in Colorado four justices on the Colorado Supreme Court, but this cannot stand. And I think you're going to hear a lot of people talk about legal scholars and all the rest of it, but I only think we need the dude. We need Lebowski to weigh in. This aggression will not stand, man. Yeah, it's not going to stand. I think the Supreme Court is going to write an opinion about this. Will it be nine to zero? Doubt it. Too many partisans there, but will it be essentially saying this? This aggression will not stand, man. That seems to me to be where we are headed, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't, you know, face this squarely and understand the depths of depravity of the left. Understand the extreme psychopathology going on on the left. And as I said, you know, the Nazis in Germany, they felt good about themselves. They felt like they were doing good things, doing the right stuff. Kind of like the psychopathological left right here in Colorado, right here in America. They always find ways to justify themselves. And all these years of talking about our democracy, their democracy, got to preserve our democracy and then they want to make it. So, hey, you voter, you can't choose who you want to vote for. You have to have unelected elites tell you who you can vote for. How does that play? How does that go over? Oh, it's going to be in the overreach in the backfire category, which I've been saying as the deep state faces a checkmate scenario. All their years of hoaxes and stunts that they have pulled are not only at the point of diminishing returns, but like no returns and the opposite of returns, what you'd call a backfire. And even even CNN seems to be aware of this. And, oh, I just hid my own list from myself. Sometimes I do that. But here's Gloria Borger at CNN kind of admitting 
Gosh, you know, this stuff kind of tends to backfire. The jujitsu by which Donald Trump is able to take yeah. bad news and somehow make it Good. positive with fundraising and polling it, sure. it is something I don't think I've, I've seen before in, in U.S. history. I, I, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, with any other candidate, 91 felony charges would, would put you in a box that you wouldn't be able to get out of. With Donald Trump, it helps him. So you see what they can rig stuff. They can they can rig 91 felony charges and, you know, they can rig all of their hoaxes, stuff controlled by the media. And they can they can get some Supreme Court justices in a state like Colorado to do a stunt like this. But I'll tell you what, as the American people sit around watching the country implode on itself, <laughs> more migrant buses showing up in Denver. Carbondale, all over the state, all over America. I don't think people are quite in the mood for it. And Reince Priebus, the former head of the RNC, says, hey, man, the electorate in 2024 cannot wait to give a, the middle finger to the establishment and a bigger and ever-growing middle finger to the establishment. That's the read on the electorate. But, you know, see, here they go talking about, oh, well, this is like bad news for Trump. But you see, it's it's in that category of the things that the establishment can rig. Does that make sense? What they can't totally rig is your mind and how you see the world. They can't quite control your mind yet. Well, sure are trying with all of their censorship industrial complex stuff, with all their propaganda constantly thrown your way every time you turn on a screen or a device or anything of the sort. Even RFK Jr. is not in favor of all this. And when you've lost RFK Jr., that's not good because he's a, boy, far out leftist green new dealer, this guy, gun grabber. But RFK Jr. has come out and he's been making some noises. Where's Paul Ryan on this? Where's Mitch McConnell on this? Where are the rest of the rhinos on all this? None of them are as forthright as RFK Jr., who says this, quote, Trump blocked from the ballot in Colorado. When a court in another country disqualifies an opposition candidate for running, we say, that's not a real democracy. Now it is happening here, end quote. RFK, December 19th, said that. Here's another one on the 21st, December 21st from RFK Jr. Quote, Colorado Supreme Court ruling makes America look like a banana republic. Why doesn't every American understand that if they can do this to a former U.S. president, everyone is vulnerable to punishment for crimes with which they have never been convicted? Democracy would be a total shambles. End quote. Oh, that I guess is kind of the point is that when these diabolical individuals out there talk about our democracy, our democracy, they're, what they're talking about is their fascism, their control. That's what they want. They are in charge. They decide who you can vote for or not. And if there is a threat to the regime, if there is a threat to the ruling class, if there is a threat to the establishment run by rhinos and Democrats, what we call the uniparty, well... They must be banned by unelected elites out there. And in terms of Banana Republic, mentioned this in the last hour, United States has issued sanctions against 
several Banana Republic countries for doing what the Colorado Supreme Court just did, and that includes Venezuela, that includes Belarus, that includes Nicaragua, that includes Congo, faced sanctions from the United States of America for throwing their political opponents off ballots in those Banana Republics. And now I am expecting, yes, sanctions to be applied against Colorado. Would you not expect that? I mean, to be consistent, right? Shouldn't Biden apply sanctions to Colorado for the effort to throw their political opponent off the ballot? Yeah, it seems that way to me, ladies and gentlemen. Suburban mom in Douglas County outraged by this. And I think, again, this is backfired territory. But just I've got a few clips I better be bringing in here. Absolute outrage. That Why were you outraged? They're going to take away our choice based on their personal beliefs because I, I don't believe they're speaking for the people. They're not speaking for the people. They're going to take away our choice. That's just, you know, what they think their job is. They're, they're in control. Yeah, they're the ones who think that's how it's supposed to be. They are showing their fangs. Former Supreme Court clerk Chris Landau has this to say. Constitution and turn into a piece of silly putty for political ends. That is yes. classic judicial activism, is it not? It is. Yes, Laura. And it is good to have the mask ripped off. You can see the fangs here, folks. Fangs. These people, they don't care a whit about democracy or your right to vote for who you think is the best president. What this is a raw act of judicial power by four unelected judges in the state of Colorado. OK, I, it's on a question of federal law. Thank goodness. So they don't have the final word on questions of federal law. That goes to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I am confident that the U.S. Supreme Court will reverse this because uh, it is a lawless ruling. Uh, and, you know, it, politically, right. it may wind up benefiting Trump. Who knows? But it is not good yeah. for our country well, at all, Laura. You know, I say it does benefit Trump. I say it benefits Trump right here in Colorado. I say this gives a boost to Trump in Colorado. This is motivating to people in Colorado, to voters in Colorado, in 2016, Trump was actually quite close to winning this state. Uh, apparently not in 2020. And we don't have to go down that rabbit trail, you know. But uh, I think it's a boost. Some people are out there saying, hey, maybe this puts Trump within the realm of contention in Colorado. The more these fascists show their fangs, what do you think? Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear let's hear what Charlie Hertz take on this is the people, the Democrats in Colorado are so afraid of allowing American voters to vote and pick the next president. They are willing to do extrajudicial things, complete highway robbery here in order to thwart the people's choice from being on the ballot to them. Preserving democracy requires destroying democracy, and that's who we're dealing with. These people are unhinged, they're lunatics, and they're very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's more than voter suppression. It's more than voter intimidation. It's the elimination right. of the voter. You can't vote for the guy exactly. you want to. It's as simple as that, and it's because the court ruled in their opinion. 
he's an insurrectionist. He's not been charged with insurrection. He's not been convicted of insurrection. It's just their opinion that that's what happened. That's like your opinion, man. Yeah, we got to get the dude back. But that's like your opinion, man. Who says Trump is guilty of insurrection? Who? Some lower court judge here in Colorado. The United States Senate did not say so. Trump was acquitted of that accusation in 2021. So who says this insurrection word? Who says? Who says it? Well, you've heard it all through the media. You've heard the coordinated media propaganda usage of that term, of the term insurrection. Uh Uh-huh. So you know who said it, but... um, I don't know. Do you think you need to get through a few layers of propaganda to get to the reality of the matter? Oh, I think so. But you see how that works? The mass brainwashing. They put it out there. They put it out there. They use the echo chamber in the media to say the insurrection word. And pretty soon you get some low IQ, dim bulb judge in Colorado says, oh, yeah, Trump committed an insurrection. Well, yeah. And that's not even the Supreme Court ones. Okay. So you have to see the political partisan hack nature of the whole deal. But I am amazed at how so many elites are so brainwashed by their own propaganda. (laughs) You have to laugh about that, that they are really brainwashing themselves. That's how they make themselves even more insulated from reality, of course. There's a lot at stake in 2028 let's hear senator eric schmidt from missouri i think in, i think in a hundred years when when you and i are, are long gone larry people are going to look back in this sort of time frame yeah and they're going to be scratching their heads yeah. uh if, if we can by the way hold on to the republic uh, because as, as benjamin franklin famously said walking out of the constitutional convention what do you have a republic if you can, if keep, can it, keep it because right. the founders knew how fragile this whole thing was and this kind of lawfare this sort of censorship regime we've seen from the Biden administration this administrative state that you know is doesn't care at all about the limits the constitution right. pl- uh, sets forth on the executive branch all the stuff's in play and that's why i think this 2024 cycle as i said earlier is going to be so important it is not just about two candidates anymore it is about the country and whether or not we're going to see more of this, because if they can do it to Donald Trump, we're fooling ourselves. We don't think there's going to be somebody else down the line. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's you got to say no to the gulag. And that's DeSantis's argument. And some of the utterly inane DeSantis supporters out there, there's not very many of them. They're like in single digits, like DeSantis's poll data. And they think, well, you see, if DeSantis was the candidate, none of this would be happening to DeSantis. So what they think is, if you say yes to the gulag, yes, let's admit we are living in a gulag in America. The ruling class is in charge. The ruling class decides who can run and who you can vote for or not. And if the ruling class people decide it's okay to vote for DeSantis because we're going to allow him on the ticket, then that's all okay. Do you understand how that is not okay? It is important to understand how that is not okay and how that is the very definition of of tyranny and of gulag. That argument that those folks are making is beyond, beyond ludicrous, okay? Nope, we got to have the showdown with the deep state, with the establishment. We got to have it in 2024. 
or it's pretty much permanent gulag. That is the decision for 2024, Trump or gulags, as in American freedom, liberty, constitution, America in charge of their own republic, or that small sliver of fringe, what Hurt just called lunatics, which I call psychopathological Nazi, Hitler, Stalinist, Mussoliniites who are trying to destroy our democracy, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's kind of up to you on that. It's up to you. <laughs> anyway, it's Matt Donovan for Randy Corpin. On the phone lines, hang right on. We'll start talking when we come back. 303-696-1971. Yeah, welcome back. It is the Randy Corcoran Show, and Matt Dunn is in here doing guest hosting duties. What was it Limbaugh would say? Doing assigned host duties flawlessly? I like to think so. Well, maybe I will allow myself to think so in spite of knowing that it is probably not the case, but... If it weren't for self-deception, where would we be in this world, right? Would we get anywhere in this world? And I wanted to get right directly to some phone conversations. Got a lot more. I mean, I, I just compiled a whole bunch of what different commentators are saying about the fascism in Colorado. <laughs> and um, I've got more. And so I thought, yes, here we are in Colorado. Yes, we are embarrassed to be Coloradoans, man, we are the laughingstock of the nation. Colorado, laughingstock of the nation. Here we are, sitting right in the middle of it. Just a handful of pathological people embarrassing the whole state. Wow. Yeah. We're embarrassed. We're embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? Who's embarrassed? If you're embarrassed, I want to know about it because I'm embarrassed. John, you embarrassed? You sitting back there? See, yeah. You got a bunch of embarrassed people sitting around this radio studio this evening. And Brian, in Arvada, are you embarrassed, sir, at all? A little? Oh, Dr. Dunn, you know what I am? I'm appreciative that you took time for your second family, which is, you know, iHeartRadio family here. That's us. So, yes, I do appreciate that. So, are you working tomorrow? No, no backbone tomorrow. Christmas Eve. I have done Christmas Eve shows before, but I thought, nope, nope, not this year. But I will well, come I mean, in on Saturday. You got a family. You got to take care of them. You know. I mean, Santa Claus and stuff. Oh, totally. I mean, we understand. We'll forgive you for it this time. Okay, just this once. Thank you, Brian. With that indulgence. Hey. There. Hey, Mr. Dunn, did you hear we going to have, uh, I was watching Fox for that guy that was sitting on, uh, I guess it was Spear and, what's the cross-section where they're dropping them Zunai. all off? Uh, Zunai and Spear. Migrants. Yeah, this guy's like living buses. up the street going, man, they're really creeping toward me. Did you see that guy? He's all stressed out for the holidays. Uh, no, didn't see that particular one. And by the way, I printed up a, an article about all this, but somehow it's not in my stack. Darn it. So um, I was going to offer more details about that, but uh, I'll dig it up here in a little bit. But, yeah, the migrant buses are flowing into Colorado, flowing into Denver. There was an interesting well, story you know what's, about Carbondale. You know what's funny, Dr. Dunn? I don't know if you have the pleasure of driving northbound on Santa Fe right there in Alameda. 
it used to be a guy was out there, you know, he had like three little bowling pins. He was juggling. You thought it was all right. Give him 50 cents or whatever. And then it was some lady came out and she had a squeegee. Now the last time I went up there, there was like 20 immigrants that came running toward my windshield with their squeegees and shit. I had no cash. Well, you know, tell you what, here's so the, here's the, the Fox News <laughs> article updated yesterday. 16 migrant buses arrive in Denver in two days as Spear Encampment grows. KDVR, Fox 31. Residents who live near a migrant encampment on Zunai at Spear say the number of tents is growing and the trash is becoming a larger issue. On Thursday, nine buses arrived in Denver with 341 migrants inside. On Friday, an additional seven buses arrived. The city said that puts Denver on track to break 100 buses just in December. One of the main spots they're landing, where they're landing, I guess they kind of had a typo in the article, is an encampment at Zunai Street and Spear Boulevard. With more migrants coming in, residents' concerns are growing one of those concerns being the trash created by a growing number of people in that one spot. Anyway, that's just the first paragraph of the article. There we go. So the new governor, so the new governor, let's all think about this logically. The new governor, he's going to pick a thousand people off the streets and get them homes for a week or two. But yet he's importing more homeless than he's getting off the street. Now, what sense does that make? Um, yeah, Brian, gosh, sometimes you just bring these jolts of common sense that have got to have people just sitting back on their haunches. <laughs> what sense does that well, it's make? Like these, well, you know, it's like these Supreme Court uh, of Colorado that, uh, our, our own Hickenlooper, you know, he, he was the one that, uh, that got him in there. So, you know, we got, uh, Monica Mar Marquez. We got uh, Will Hood the third. Now, do you think the other two are as dumb as he is? I don't know. We got Richard Gabriel and Melissa Hart. You're talking here's about the, the four. Yeah. And well, Hart, a big well, donor to Democrat our... causes, by the way, going back to 2008. Big donor to the Democrats, that Justice Hart. Well, I want to talk right straight to the libtards, the dummies, the, the people that don't think things through, okay? Not only did Trump not be found guilty of insurrection. He hasn't even been charged with insurrection, you idiots. And not only that, all those, uh, you know, political prisoners that we have, you know, that are sitting rotten away in jail, none of them have even been charged with insurrection. I mean, these people got to think things through. They're absolutely stupid. Yeah, and if they were going to do that charge they would probably have to release all the footage, all the video, which they have cherry-picked for public release so far of J6. They'd have to go into an awful lot of details about, hey, what was up with those mysterious pipe bombs around the DNC and the rest of it? Oh, and tell me more about this Ray Epps guy and how many feds were actually there on J6 at the Capitol. And the uh, government, the Uniparty, has never admitted any of that information but we're not here to litigate that tonight. But you understand why they've been throwing around this word insurrection all this time. Well, you know what? So it's they not, could get to this point. Yes. 
Don't listen to what they talk about, okay? That's irrelevant. Pay attention to what they avoid, okay? They avoid the FBI infiltrators. You, you're never going to hear about how many there were. They avoid the Epstein flight list. They're like, well, no, we can't, we can't expose the child molesters, okay? They avoid the vaccine, the vaccine side effects. I mean, it goes on and on and on. They, they avoid where the origination, you know, of the, vac, uh, the COVID came from. So you just got to read between the lines. It's not that hard. These people aren't that smart. We see, just got to, you know, why you're talking about all I'm thinking. You're talking about, Brian, is the hound of the Baskervilles, the dog that is not barking. Like, oh, see, Sherlock Holmes can solve the crime because he realized that, oh, the dog didn't bark. Where are these dogs not barking? And that is a very good list you offered of dogs not barking, of things that they are avoiding. Make sense? Well, when you know somebody's a liar and you know they're corrupt, at that point you discard everything. You don't say, well, I think he's telling the truth this time. I guess I'll go with this one. No, that's not the way it works. we we got to get back to common sense reality so we can all actually live it one day, which would be nice. Well, that's not going to happen. This is a nutcase show. No, the left, uh, you know, they, they can't beat Trump in a fair election. And so it's going to be all of this kind of stuff all the way to November. Meanwhile, we don't get to talk about the issues like the wide open border and uh, the uh, 100 buses to Denver in the month of December. That kind of stuff. Bidenomics, the rest of it. But I'll tell you what, Brian. Thank you. Do you think people are waking up, Mr. Dunn? Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. We're going to find out whether people are waking up because this is just the beginning. No, this is going to get absolutely crazy next year, and we either have the sense to see through it or the masses don't. And And I guess me and you got to suffer their consequences that are nonsense. Well, I will say that I myself have been through these kinds of issues like back in 2016, 2020 as well. I am a... I like to be in these trenches. I, I love to be in these kinds of environments. I, I love, what was the line, the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's where we're going to be this next year, uh, 11 months or so. So well, I guess it's almost 10. We're going to see if the masses are smart or we're going to see if they're stupid. Well, the poll data says and, they're and, smart because Trump's winning the general, fate, Trump's winning the primary. And I'll tell you what, Brian, you are the greatest. Brian in Arvada, stay close Merry with Christmas. us. Merry Christmas. Love y'all. Right on. Merry Christmas, Brian. Let's say hey to another Arvadan, Joe. Joe in Arvada. I, I like what they're putting in the water up there in Arvada between <laughs> you and Brian, but I guess you haven't talked yet, I, but I'm giving you the benefit well, of the doubt. I like Brian. I do. And, but, Matt, I, I really like what you're doing. The thing is, is... This is what's so hard to believe about the whole thing is why can't conservatives like Hugh Hewitt see that it is it's outright fascism? These judges, they can't see it either. You know why? Because there are really no liberals left in the Democrat Party. If these were real liberals like Alan Dershowitz, they would realize this is not freedom. This is not what you were supposed to be about, Democrats. This is the, the, 
the start of a fascist far left party that's destroying our country and well, it does it in little steps they've been unmasked they're showing their fangs joe you know you know what this is the hardest thing for me to understand is why can't conservatives some conservatives see it and i think what it is is a lot of them got rich on the backs of people coming into this country a lot of them got rich in this economy that usurped people it destroyed the middle class. Well, so there they're, are some people to it. that benefit from the corrupt system. They are, there are people who benefit from the system as it is right now, economically, politically, career-wise, okay? And that's why a lot of the conservative, allegedly conservative commentariat um, has been leaving Trump hanging out to dry from the beginning, okay? Because the Uniparty, the rhino types, no, they, they would rather have Biden than Trump. And Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, the rest of it would rather have Biden than Trump. Does that make sense? They would rather have yeah. the wide open border. They would rather uh, yeah. have, uh, you know, gasoline prices uh, skyrocketing like in the Biden era and the rest of it. And that's because they personally benefit from that system. OK. And the American Absolutely. people do not. And a lot of people who are sitting on that one side of the system, and it's like, you know, the people who are close to Stalin and the Stalin regime, you know, they, they want to uh, perpetuate Stalin's Stalinist policies because it benefits that little coterie of people close to Stalin, right? And well, Yes, but, but eventually it will catch up to them just like it did with Germany. If you think about what's happening Biden is this close to starting another world war. And, and the reason? Because it benefits him. But it will not benefit America. These wars are destroying our economy. Well, and, and none of them have a point. Well, not to mention, um, you know, the forever wars and the potential that they have to disrupt the world and uh, take America down. How many pegs, you know, in uh, in world standing and yes, our own economy as well. That's it's not a pretty picture. But you have a handful of people that benefit financially from forever wars. Nikki Haley being one of them on the Boeing board. There's a uh, a story here of her buying a 2.4 million dollar home. In uh, here's the New York Post headline: Nikki Haley quietly bought a 2.4 million dollar South Carolina island home. After leaving office and joining the Boeing board. <laughs> so, she didn't do that on an so, ambassador yeah, salary. Five months after leaving, uh, five months after joining the board of Boeing, which is a huge military industrial complex member, she buys this big mansion and this island off the coast of South Carolina. And I was looking at pictures of it in this New York Post article. It's pretty sweet, man. I mean, that's your military industrial complex at work. These people buy themselves mansions, and our sons and daughters get to go die in forever wars to get these people into their mansions. Not good, huh? Absolutely. You know, if you can't recognize this, if you're a supposed conservative and you can't see that this is what's happening to our country, you think that there's some point to these wars, then... You better ask yourself, hey, wait a minute. Am I swimming in the right pond? Am I around the right people to understand what's going on? Let me explain something to these people. 
every man that signed that Constitution would be on our side here. They would not be wanting this at all. This mess that Biden and the Democrats have created is strictly opposed to what the founders saw of this future. And they can whine, oh, there was slavery or whatever, but these men were about freedom, and this is directly opposed to freedom. You judge that signed this uh, this uh, abomination, that this order that you put in, you are directly opposed to freedom. You are a tyrant, Joe, and you should be removed. But, Joe, here's what they tell themselves. And I think the people who do this behind the scenes, they actually know what they're doing. They know they're Stalinist dictators, okay? And they know they hate and despise and loathe the American people. They know they're fascists. But what they tell themselves is, we are for democracy, we are for freedom, but we can't let Trump be the candidate because he is opposed to democracy and opposed to freedom. Do you see that jujitsu? That's what a lot of these people are telling themselves. And if they are unable to step back and see what they are actually doing, right, if they actually have good conscience about this, I mean... It's like, you know, they're, you're not going to reach these people. Like, light bulbs are incapable of going off in their own minds, in their brains. They don't have enough synapses to click together to understand, you know, the idiocy of what they are telling themselves. Make sense? That's exactly what every Marxist has done since Marx. <laughs> and, and probably before, is, is they told themselves, they all slapped themselves on the back while they were destroying the nation that they were destroying. Oh, this is going to work out great. Yep. And it never does. And it's always on the backs of the poor, the middle class. And then, of course, the usurpers, the elite, escape to some nation somewhere to run away from it all after they've destroyed our society. That's exactly what those judges would be doing once they destroy our nation. Those rich judges that voted, that signed this order, would be escaping to the nearest island to try to, you know, live in a hut because they know what they did was wrong. Well, that's the thing is, I think uh, it's debatable. Because I, I think some of those judges probably actually are brainwashed by their own propaganda, by the mainstream media, by the use of the insurrectionist word in the media echo chamber. I think the people one layer higher, like smarter people, know exactly what they're doing and know exactly what is going on. But again, they are able to sell it to some of the masses, some of them, uh, a decreasing percentage of them. By saying that, uh, you know, they set up the they're the ones that control the words and control the abstractions. If they control what democracy means, kind of like the way Stalin would. Right. If you control the, the what the word freedom means and how you use it in the propaganda channels, then you set up this bad guy uh, they who is the threat to the regime. This guy named Trump and say he's anti-democracy. He's anti-freedom. He's a threat to the regime. You see. That that's how they they just that's what intellectuals do. That's what people who want power do. That's how they justify it to themselves to give them a wisp of a good conscience, because just wanting power is not enough of what they can tell themselves to make them feel good about themselves. They have to still have a way to have some of their followers still be able to feel good about themselves. And that's what they're trying to do.
in my opinion. But don't you think that's pretty weak, Joe? <laughs> oh, of course. And you know what? If you want to get some perspective, if the people that are on the left are leaning that way and they're not quite sure yet, what they should do is listen to our next vice president, Tucker Carlson. Listen to him at America Fest in the speech that he gave a couple of days ago. Explain what the point is, what the plan is, what the plan of these leftists are. And, and he explained it so clearly. You can't deny it's true. And it's it's the plan of, of always of the yep. far left. And they, they will and, always deny it. You know, I mean, that they, they will find ways to deny it. And, of course, you know, there'll be low IQ in the process of doing it. But you bring that up. And I'm going to talk about Tucker Carlson, potential VP in a moment, because he was saying I wouldn't be good VP. But anyway, Joe, I, I've been we, we've blown through another break here. But, Joe. All right, uh, Matt. Yes. Bless you. Hey, you are Vadim. Watch the new season of yep. The Chosen. Hey, oh, when's it out? I think it's coming in April. I'm not sure okay. exactly. Right. Uh, you know, March 31st is Easter. Okay. Well, right on, it. Joe. Stay close, Brother Joe, and we'll be right back. It's Matt Dunn Bless in for you, Randy Matt. Corcoran. Here we go. Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran this evening. Again, thanks for the Texas Studios, the great conversations. Boy. Having some good chats tonight. And uh, somebody said, Mega dittos to Brian and Arvada for th- and for thanking you for being our early Christmas present. Yeah, um, getting some compliments on the text studio for various of our callers. And I like how we get that. You know, it's kind of like we're all sticking together. You know, we're all in this together. You know what I'm saying? We're all embarrassed to be Coloradoans. Woo! Dude, pretty embarrassing. But Lebowski, Lebowski comes forth and shines his light into the dark night. This aggression will not stand, man. Yep. If you have never seen The Big Lebowski, you must do so. It's one of only two movies where I laughed so hard I fell out of my chair when I saw that. When that movie came out, um, by the way, usually when politicians say we're all in this together, we're all in this together. Nikki Haley is kind of fond of saying that she's got some of these tweets and I believe it was her uh, George Floyd tweet. And she has another one about Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR driver, in which, you know, she's kind of like, hey, we're all in this together and we need to. uh you know, we need to stick up for Bubba Wallace and uh, and fight for the legacy of George Floyd. Um, but usually, and Obama was always saying that, you know, we're all in this together. Biden says that. But, you know, what that means when they say that is that it's the politician saying, you have to think the way I think to properly all be in there together like we should be. Does that make sense? It's not like we're all really in this together and the American people are together. No, the American people are only together if they unify around what someone like a Barack Obama says or a Nikki Haley says. Okay, and remember uh, this Nikki Haley business. There is no chance she's going to be the Trump VP. But CBS News came out with some idiotic story with a. Two unnamed sources who are saying, you know, that, yeah, Trump's considering Nikki to be the VP. And, you know, that comes from the DeSantis campaign. 
the DeSantoids, the DeSantis people who are absolutely scraping rock bottom in every way. And, <laughs> and they're trying to sour Trump's support by saying that Trump is considering Nikki Haley, neocon Nikki, which he is not, okay? Now, Trump hasn't come out and, and blasted it down emphatically because that is not appropriate behavior for him with the expectation that Nikki Haley is going to lose the primary and eventually endorse Donald Trump, right? You're also seeing some fake polls out there, um, and one of them has Nikki getting a little closer to Trump in New Hampshire, but the the real one um, out of New Hampshire is the UML poll, and uh, that has Trump 52, Nikki 22, DeSantis 10. Okay, so... It is not a race, but you're going to see – again, Fox News is trying to promote the Nikki Haley thing, all right? And you're going to – you know, Bill Crystal has been advocating for Nikki Haley. Neocon Bill Crystal, been advocating for Nikki Haley big time going back a few months when they realized that DeSantis just didn't have the talent, the ability, the intelligence, the skill set, any of it to be doing what he's trying to do here, Okay. And I did mention that, yeah, Nikki Haley, big New York Post story, kind of interesting, about Nikki Haley gets this $2.4 million mansion on this island off the coast of South Carolina, five months after she joined the Boeing board. (laughs) Military industrial complex pays well, apparently, you know, to get you on the board there, which, uh, you know, come on. You know, what you want is the kind of person who makes their fortune – on their own, on their own devices. And guess what? Donald Trump is that kind of guy, okay? And Vivek Ramaswamy has done that by his own, his own skill, his own wits. He's, he's made himself a wealthy individual. But, you know, someone like a Nikki Haley, no, 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 no. Someone like a DeSantis, no. They are, they are completely dependent on establishment globalist billionaire types to get anywhere in life and, oh, Boy, is that ever what we do not need to be the next president of the United States. And it's not going to happen, okay? But I am a little amazed that there are some people out there who are uh, who are actually saying, oh, no, Trump's going to consider Nikki Haley? I mean, how, And that, that's where I step back and I'm just a little amazed. How can people who are, you know, follow politics so well and are so good at seeing through, how can there be this, some people who should know better actually think that there is potential in that, Okay. And that's where I say that sometimes, you know, if you're not good at seeing through propaganda, if you're not good at thinking for yourself and stepping back and sort of seeing how these things intermesh and interrelate, you end up creating trouble for yourself. Does that make sense? Trouble for your own mind. If you can't see through some of the propaganda, you can put yourself in like a mentally distressing situation that other people who can see through it and see it as nonsense from the start don't have to have those troubles enter their minds. Does that make sense? But then the people who don't let this stuff enter their minds and see through it immediately then have a little trouble looking around and saying, oh, my gosh, people actually believe this. <laughs> oh, my gosh, there's some people who actually think this could happen. Like, how, how is that even possible? And then you have to, like, spend time trying to explain some of that stuff. But again, this Nikki as VP kind of thing that is um, a threat from the globalists. That is a threat from the establishment, the uh, military-industrial complex, that they're, they're pushing this out there. 
Okay, along with this affected DeSantis people, they're they're pushing this out there um, to try to let Trump know that hey, if Trump takes Nikki as VP, you know, getting the next turncoat backstabbing Pence with him, that you know maybe they will go easier on Trump, or they maybe will make life better for Trump, or maybe they'll be more supportive of Trump when he's president in 2024. Does that make sense? So they're they don't have any leverage over Trump, but they're trying to float. That Nikki, they're trying to build up Nikki Haley as high as they possibly can to try to give them some leverage over Trump. <laughs> but Trump is the one guy that they've never been able to get leverage on him. They've had to make up the Russia hoax. They've had to make up the impeachment stuff. They've had to make up all the stuff to try to invent leverage over Trump. Does that make sense? Politics and behind the scenes in the beltway, it's a game of leverage. All right. And. That's what the ruling class does is they want to have leverage over any individual in the political world. And so if they don't have it naturally or financially or whatever, they have to invent it, make it up, fabricate it. And that's what they've been trying to do about with Trump all these years. And Trump has been not playing that game and not saying OK, which takes a lot of courage. And there's almost no one else you can think of in politics that has that kind of courage to keep beating it back down and saying no to it and no to whatever blackmail they try to invent on him. Does that make sense? But yeah, hopefully it does. Hey, it's Matt Dunn. I'm in for Randy Corcoran. We'll be back in a flash.